0: My sister grew up and she's like when she was growing up she she used to be like I just want to help animals. She's like that kid where the yeah. news is interviewing and they're like I just want to help animals someday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like and then she becomes a vet, does all this shit, goes to school for years. And then her, like now that she does it, she's like yeah, if I knew that being a vet meant that I would just put down everyone's favorite uh, everyone's family cat all day or yeah. a dog, I don't think I would have done this shit.
1: Shit they don't tell you. I'm Nikki Limo. Yo, I'm Steve Green. <laughs> what was that? I'm Steve Green. One more time.
0: My name is Steve Green.
1: Oh, that was nice. That was pretty sexy. Thank you. This is Steve Green, my lovely husband and co-host. And
0: my very handsome wife and <laughs> co-host. Handsome. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, we thought we would answer some more of your questions because there are quite a few of them, and I haven't even looked at them yet because I like to be surprised and I like to give you like my off-the-cuff answer but just so you know as a preface we always say this we're not experts okay we're not like therapists or any sort of you know people guru. that can yeah we're, no we're not a guru guru we're but we're probably
0: closest to gurus than anything else
1: but we're just going to tell you from our personal life experience what our opinions are and Possible advice, you can take it or leave it. So that being said, let's get to our first question. This is actually a voicemail, so. Let's do. Here we go. Hi
2: Nikki and Steve, Um, my name is Jan. It's been a really tough couple of years. I lost my uncle and my cat and I got out of a really shitty relationship all at once it's been a few years but i went through um two years of severe depression and i'm still struggling with it now but um i wanted to to get your advice about someone that has come back into my life um to be honest i've never met them in person only oh online only I actually met this person through Roomskate and, um, it's crazy to have so many feelings for someone that you've never met before. Um, we've known each other since we were like 12 or 13, but we've never met in person. And I think that that's mainly what scares me. You know, we kind of went our separate ways, got into different relationships, grew apart, and then I got a message from him a few days ago. And it, it was just, I cried because I was so happy, but at the same time, I'm so scared try again, and I just wanted your advice about how to not be scared, how to take that leap when you're so scared of getting rejected again and not, it's like you get rejected enough times that you believe that you'll never be enough for someone, and I was wondering if you could give me advice on how to be brave how to be strong enough to to take that leap of faith and give someone a chance.
1: Thank you.
0: This might be the craziest question I've ever been asked. Yeah. So she met this guy in RuneScape when they were 12 years old.
1: What's RuneScape?
0: RuneScape is a game that people play oh, online Oh, I was really together.
1: confused. I'm glad you're here because I was I'm like- I'm glad that I'm here what? too.
0: I never played no RuneScape maybe though. Maybe she
1: said Facebook in a weird way.
0: I've seen a lot of memes about people having their RuneScape accounts deleted by exes. What
1: is this game?
0: It's a I don't know. It's a game where you play in a world together.
1: Uh-huh. Like a Second Life type game?
0: Yeah, I think it's like that. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, like because so people take it pretty seriously. Yeah, is it like evident. one of
1: those games where you have jobs? I don't know. I used to play in one of those.
0: I know nothing about it. I okay. don't even know what the game looks like. I just have heard of it many times, and I've and I've heard of people having their accounts deleted by by sordid lovers people and get X's. addicted to it. Yes, and because it's right. such a time investing thing, like yeah, that some people are like, my account's worth like. You know, forty grand and shit because holy shit, yeah, stuff like that. Wait,
1: I want to look this thing up. Um, it's first like Second of all, Life. Thank you. I'm um, sorry for your loss. Yes. your losses. That's a-
0: like, um, I uh, this is a tough one because I think there's a couple things going on here. Yeah, you're 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 really upset about somebody that you don't know wanting to come back in your life, and you're wondering how to take a leap of faith. But is is it into a relationship, like into a Runescape? Uh, or I'm sorry, like into a long-distance relationship with somebody who you met on RuneScape?
1: Yeah, well, it sounds like they met when they were 12 or 13 years old. Right. On RuneScape, and she... Did she receive the message in Runescape? They had a lot of feelings.
0: I'm just, I'm genuinely... I don't know.
1: I don't know. But uh, she had a lot of feelings. Here, I'm going to be able to relate to this in a second, but uh, I just want to look up what Runescape is. But um, yeah, like, so they met when they were 12 or 13, had a lot of feelings for each other. And then, like, they went separate ways, had relationships, and now she's getting a message now. I don't know how old she is now, but But, I guess that would factor in. But I'm guessing a while. I'm guessing she's not 12 or 13 anymore um so it's been years yeah
0: um why are you so attached to this person uh that you haven't met in in real life it's very
1: yeah because i think it's the wrong question i think so i don't think it's like how can how i, I be, be brave and trust someone again it's like no i don't know um i don't know if i fully support uh putting all of the feelings into this right now Especially- well, it sounds like this person
0: hurt you before too uh, and you're you're wondering about whether you can trust to get back into it because you they hurt you or, or, or something this is a very tough one man it is I think there's, there's different some, layers I think there's some something going on here that I uh, psychologically maybe
1: yeah well you're dealing with loss right now. Right. You're very emotional. You lost your uncle and your cat and people that you're close with. And so you're a little more weak and more vulnerable um, to something filling that void and potentially bringing you happiness, restoring happiness. You're looking
0: for light. And I think all the wrong places.
1: Yeah. So this random guy who I'm sorry. I I guess I just don't know your history enough. Um, although I can relate because when I was fourteen, I met a guy in an m M&M room chat <laughs> in an Eminem board chat room, yes. and I know that sounds really silly, and I can laugh about it now, but. At that time that was my whole world like i was on this Eminem board for 11 hours a day i was moderating it i've talked about that a couple yes, times and there were a group of regulars that we would be in that chat room for eight hours a day and we would make each other laugh and that we had inside jokes and it was like having a group of friends that i had never met before and i felt all of those feelings i felt like they were my friend friends like if i went and saw them like we'd be able to hang out and it would be just like it is in the chat room and I ended up developing feelings for this one guy. His name was Mayhem. Um, that was his <laughs> that was his screen name. Um, and we would have like aim conversations and we would send each other pictures. We sent each other Christmas cards, which I got in trouble for because you I should. put like our return address on, my, on the card. But I was convinced he lived in Philadelphia and I was convinced if I could just get to Philadelphia and see him, all of those feelings would be like legit oh my and God. we'd be like in love. you didn't
0: sneak out or anything. Dude,
1: I wanted to. Jesus, At one point dude. I was trying to convince my aunt to take me to Philadelphia and I was like, I'll pay for it. I'll pay for both of us to go like with my little restaurant Frighten job me. I had. Yeah. And so this was from when age 14 to age 16. So let's
0: see how the heart can make you do crazy things. Absolutely.
1: Right? Especially when you're young and you said you met when you were 12, 13, you're, you're young, you're impressionable. You don't know what real love is yet and you're having all these real feelings i had real feelings where i was like this guy gets me i love him yeah i'm like in love totally even though we've never met right. i just want to be with him i want to kiss him i want like
0: So Um, the lack of love in real life makes you love someone from a crazy place. And
1: it builds, it romanticizes everything. Since you've never actually spent any time with this person, you're only glorifying the good parts that they gave you. Like, they gave you their screen.
0: Yeah. They're giving you the best front, the the best best
1: angle. Like, anyone could sit there and write the perfect thing, write the perfect text, write the perfect aim message, but... Are they like that in real life? Do you connect in real life? Are they, do they have chemistry with you? Like it's You don't know. You just you don't really know. don't know with that. And we even talked on the phone a lot. And wow. Yeah. I actually I would, got, if I was
0: your father, I would absolutely nail you to he the floor. Did.
1: He did. That's why we didn't have a good relationship when- Well, he was right. Sure. I agree with him now. Yeah. But at the time, I just felt so oppressed, you know? Yeah, of course. And I ran the phone bill up a lot because-
0: You're like Romeo and first Juliet. First of
1: all, the internet was connected to the phone bill, and I was on 11 hours a day. And then secondly- he lived in Philadelphia, so it was long distance, and I would talk to him for, like, an hour at a time. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad, dude. But at that time, that was my whole world. I, that's what I knew. It, nothing could-
0: You make me not want to have kids just hearing that I, story. I know, me too. Yeah.
1: That's exactly what I'm scared of. Oh, my because God. Because-
0: What do you do? You I can't felt control like them? I
1: like I was pretty smart oh. um, in, a, in an academic sense, at least. I was like your sister. I was in, like, all yeah. these gate classes, AP classes. I- I had straight A's. I had a 4.62 GPA. I was pretty smart in that sense. But socially, I, I know. Like, I was very immature emotionally. And when everyone in life is telling you how smart you are and then you do dumb things like this, you don't think, oh, I'm dumb. You're like, no, I'm smart in every other sense. So, of course, this is an, this is an intelligent decision. Yeah. Because I've been told, I'm you know, that I'm pretty smart. So, smart. like, why would I ever question myself? If I'm told that all the time, you know, and then looking back now, obviously, even like a couple of years later when I got my first boyfriend, like a real life boyfriend, I was like, whoa, that was really dumb. You're an emotional flunky. Totally. And I had, I mean, and then you learn and you grow from that, but wow, I'm so glad I never did anything more damaging. Um, And so I'm just saying that in this time period where you're going through loss, an old friend that's nostalgic from this game you used to play together, and how you got to, you know, how you got along through the internet. It's it's nostalgia, and you're romanticizing what it could be and what your life could be like, and and you're trying to make it seem like it's you holding yourself back from trusting and courage. But the truth is, you don't know this person. Yeah, you're
0: you listen to your instincts, dude.
1: Oh, and by the way, this guy, I found out later, he was a compulsive liar, and almost everything he told me was a lie. Right. Yeah,
0: dude, it's like catfishing. You don't know these people. You just you know. don't know. You just don't know them. Look, I used to be in a clan. Uh, a clan? That's right. Oh, I played a game called Team Fortress like, Classic. What and
1: kind of clan? No, Let's be a, careful I, here. I
0: played a video video game. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Called Team Fortress Classic, and they had clan right. wars on there. Okay. And so I was in a clan of, of dudes, and mm-hmm. uh, I assume they were all dudes. They all said they were dudes, and they and they were all my best buds. Like 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 you, we'd be on like ICQ and all this shit and aim like all day long yeah um and then we do clan matches at night and stuff and then sometimes i'd be like dad i gotta leave early from i can't go to a movie because i have a clan match tonight and shit like that yeah Yeah, i'm 13. yeah that's
1: how it was for me too i was my dad banned me from the internet because the phone bill was so high at one point and um i snuck on because i had an m&m board meeting a moderator meeting and it was my whole fucking life Yeah,
0: you were scared not to make it and you had to be there on time i remember all those feelings right but I didn't know any of those guys. Mm-hmm. You Like, like if, if any of them asked me for a favor, or whatever, I w- I would have liked to think I would have done it. But I, but because you feel this camaraderie with these people yeah. that you do not know, so, it. So what else do you have to compare it to? Right when you look around your real life, then you're like, I see darkness, and then you have this one place where you've laughed and had fun and stuff. Yeah. Like it's, but but you have to realize that it's it's also not real. Yeah. So maybe look within your real life. And instead of seeing all the negative things, which is very not easy to do, man, Yeah. but look around at all the things that you have that are good and not just that your uncle died, your cat died. Like there's got to be some things around you that you can derive positivity it's from. It's so hard, though. It's so hard. I know that. Dude, Especially I remember. out of depression, bro. I know. I get it. I, f- oh I feel God. you.
1: Especially like if you don't have any real life friends. Like when my dad banned me from the internet, I didn't have any real life friends. Right. So I just felt like lonely and I felt like a loser and like I just didn't see the point in anything and I got this all depressive depression stuff but um, I also didn't have depression wasn't really talked about much back then
0: dude we should legit start something that groups people together into a friendship circle.
1: Well, that's actually what, what I've really enjoyed about the Discord chat with our Patreon. Uh, uh, not to plug my Patreon in this question, right. but <laughs> uh, but look, I, that's really, it's really what we started Patreon for was to like create like more of a community and more of a like uh, bringing people together and the there's a little Discord family that you get connected to and they all like post pictures with each other and yep. like get to talk about things that aren't even related to us. They're just like related to you know like hobbies and their animals and pets and stuff and it's really cool to see they all like support each other they go if someone starts a youtube channel they go subscribe to it and
0: yeah who is this really chick fun. you know what we should do we'll just we'll just add her to our patreon can we do that <laughs> i don't know can we just like like um let somebody like grandfather somebody i don't know in. but
1: that's also it's also people that you she hasn't met you know in real life i think that building real life relationships and connections is something more that should be focused on right that's now true. especially at this point in your life yeah um i think that that's what broke me away from being addicted to the internet and people i've never met before is was actually being forced to form real bonds with real people yes that's so in, helpful in life
0: um where do you do that nikki
1: um i well i started with like Dance. I had a dance class that I went to every week. Um, so, finding a hobby outside of work and school, yeah. I think, is really important and just something that where you can let your mind be detached from your responsibilities and your sad life and all the stuff that you're worried about all the time. You get to get away. It's kind of like an escape, kind of like you were using Runes. What's that? Rune-scape. Runescape? Runescape is an escape from reality. Uh, snap back to reality and go oh, Jesus, to <laughs> don't do it. and go to like a dance class and improv. We talk about improv classes all the time, but um, something where where you're going there a pottery class. There's something something where you're meeting people, where, and and we're getting your mind off of your uh, worries and your fears and yeah. your and your negative stuff.
0: Yep, it takes it Removing takes away yourself, from there because dude, there's nothing more negative and when you're in that negative space than being in your in this space where you do all these negative things and think all these negative things. Yeah. Getting out of there, mm-hmm. even fucking walking outside and getting sunlight on yes. your face. Like yeah. just so much of that getting away from your routine mm-hmm. will help you so much.
1: Starting a bullet journal, start drawing things.
0: Journaling, Nikki does that, it helps her a lot.
1: It helps me a lot and yeah. I can see patterns um when I'm feeling down again and when I'm like, oh, I felt this way before I go back and review journals where I've felt that way before in the past. And I find, I found that I was repeating the same patterns over and over. And so then you can choose to consciously break those patterns, That's tight. which is really nice. Uh, but yeah, get out of your comfort zone and, um, find something that you can find joy in to be honest, like just something that isn't
0: just RuneScape hopefully, but maybe I'm not even saying that you're on RuneScape right now, but, but, Maybe don't go back to Runescape.
1: Mm-hmm. Go somewhere and exercise somewhere less. unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah, right. Go somewhere else. And were there re- were there people that show up on the regular like you do, and you can form bonds and common interests because of that.
0: Dude, I've been going to the gym every day, and the other day, for the first time, I went to go scan my membership, and the guy was like, "Hey, you're good," because he recognized <laughs> Cause me he recognized as a regular. You? Wow. I'm and I almost cried. Aw. Because I had been so out of the gym game and so depressed yeah. and sad and all this fucking bullshit. But
1: now they're like, oh, he's the but gym guy.
0: Now they look. that guy looked at me and he's like, oh, he's a regular here. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, that's fucking awesome.
1: I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, at the UPS store that I go to to get my P.O. Box mail. They are a regular. Yeah. They know my face. They know what box I am. They're like, like what's up, hey, Nikki? what's up, Nikki? Yep. How's it going? Because yep. I've been there for a few years. Uh, but, yeah, that's I love that. Yep. It's fun. Go somewhere where people know your name, like things like that, where you just like people know you because you're there all the time. I think that's what builds self-esteem and it forms connections and all of that stuff and gives you more confidence to make friendships and create new, you know, new relationships, not going back to old childhood, you know, relationships. And who knows? Maybe I'm completely wrong and this guy you guys are meant to be and you're like so in love. But I, I just don't know. I, just gotta, I can only talk from my own experiences and how wrong I was with that.
0: And I've heard also that your local Olive Garden's bar scene is pretty Mm -hmm. slamming.
1: Is it? I actually don't mind. I would be down for a drink at Olive Garden. (laughs) Not sponsored.
0: (laughs) Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I always like the local bar scenes, but like at a chain restaurant. Yeah. We went to Outback Um, after- of we had yeah.
1: We had the warp zone guys on, and we went to Outback after, and they had some pretty slamming drinks. They
0: did. I was impressed. I was impressed as well. And this is not spawn, legit not, not
1: spawn, not spawn, not spawn.
0: And they'll and the locals were there, yeah, which was fun. All the regulars, people went in business atti- business casual attire, yeah, yeah, that's fun.
1: Okay, we have another voicemail. You ready for this? Yeah.
2: Hi, Nikki and Steve. This is M. Be. I'm calling because uh you guys do questions on your podcast and sometimes you give advice. Um, I'm 26. I've had, um, I had a best friend who we met like freshman year of college, like first day of orientation, best friends. We were friends all through college. And the whole time, like I lived in Buffalo, New York. She lived in California. Um, like she would come to school in Buffalo, New York. That's where we both went to school. Then she would go back to California. And, um, like, we've just, I, we used to be best friends. We would talk for, like, six hours, like, once a week. Not really six hours. Sometimes it was more like an hour. But, like, still, we could talk forever, and we were, like, best friends. And I'd never had a best friend like that, and neither had she. And we had been pen pals, and we would send each other carrot little packages for our birthdays and Christmas. And, like, the past couple of years, like, she has just stopped keeping in contact with me. Like, I kept trying, and she just wouldn't get back to me, really, and we've really fallen out of touch, and it was a really important relationship to me because, like, as I'm sure some of (laughs) Nikki at least would understand, like, you know, sometimes it's hard to have that best friend. Like, I didn't have a lot of friends growing up, so, like, once I found that, it was like, oh, my gosh, this is so great, but it's just, it's really been sad, and I don't know what to do, because there's no, like, closure there, like, I don't know why she stopped talking to me, or if we're even friends anymore, I don't know what's going on, and it just really bothers me, (laughs) and I don't know what to do, so I was wondering if you guys have any advice, and it would be cool if I heard this on a podcast, probably, like, freak me out a little bit, I'd be like, oh my gosh, they know who I am, (laughs) but, um, Thanks so much for everything. I really enjoy the podcast. I have a job that I don't really love, and it gets kind of boring, and I get to listen to podcasts, so I look forward to seeing your podcast every week, and it definitely makes my day go a little bit better. So thank you guys both, and
1: um, I'll be listening to the podcast. (laughs) Bye.
0: She's here for the vibe.
1: (laughs) She's here for the vibe. We know who you are, MB. We know you We know you now. Be prepared.
0: And uh, now we're judging you as well. <laughs> uh, I love
1: her accent, like a little yeah, midwestern. Very yeah, very,
0: very cute. Very sexy voice. Cast. Incredibly cast. sexy.
1: The Parkias. Parkias. <laughs> I like it. Um, uh, well, I actually
0: really do like that southern chick. Me too. Uh, well, this is shit. more
1: midwestern. I feel like. Oh yeah, but yeah. I like all that shit. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, you grew up in. Well, you were born in Indiana.
0: Then
1: mm-hmm. so. went to Virginia. Yeah. You're kind of in the Midwest.
0: Maybe it's a mommy thing. I'm a mommy. Maybe I'm a mommy boy thing.
1: <laughs> You're a mommy boy. Yeah, I've never I think heard I might be this. A mommy boy, no. I don't like this. I don't know why. I think I, don't I like that. No, Nikki, I think I am. I don't like that label. Why don't you accept me? No, I, I don't want it. Okay, I don't want it.
0: Because my mom, my mother has a southern-ish accent, and so yeah. perhaps I'm a. I'm it's a, a mommy boy thing. A mommy thing? boy. Gross. Wow. <laughs> I'm judging
1: you. Hey, NB. So this is weird because I feel like there's a theme. Of reconnections, yes, and or like um, old relationships and losing old relationships and stuff like that with friends. Let's hope there's a
0: lot of people, broken people out there with who have lost uh, old friendships who are on the show today, so we can keep the theme going.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's keep the theme going.
0: Yeah, let's keep going. I mean,
1: obviously, it's relatable, and I totally relate to this. It's really hard to find a best friend, especially for me. If I'm going to be spending that much time with somebody, like we have to make each other laugh, stimulate each other in certain ways where, like, they come up with something and I'm like, whoa, I love that. Or, like, we have deep conversations. Same with a relationship, like a an intimate relation, romantic relationship. Like, I just need to be stimulated in a certain way where they inspire me, I inspire them, and, like, it's very mutual Give and it stuff. It. And and that's hard to find, That's especially if you uh, recently had someone leave your friendship or like maybe they get a lot of times people get married and then the friendship's not the same yeah they couple up up, and then you lose your your best friend and it's hard to find another one because everyone's already best friended yep you know and so i totally relate to the hardship of oh man i had a best friend so i thought and now they're not my best friend i also relate to the ghosting thing I've had this happened. Uh, ha- this happened a couple of years ago to me, where I felt really close to this girl, and like I felt like we were really similar, and we just got along so well, and we were both in the same industry, and we did a lot of stuff together, and we worked together a lot, and everything seemed like it was going really fun, and then she just stopped talking to me out of nowhere, mm. like just completely stopped talking to me. I started, I texted her, I was trying to invite her to our wedding, and uh she just yeah like stopped talking and then i ended up emailing her and just being like hey are we cool and like let's get drinks and talk about it if i did something i don't really know what i did and nothing so i totally felt that same way of like just no closure and i was you were very sad about it i was really hurt by it yeah i was
0: but that person's not worth this man right these people who do this to you these are not good people
1: well it's not that they're not good people either it's just that it's that that's not the type of person you need in your life at this time. All,
0: I, all you know is it's all you know is how people treat you, right? Like there are yeah. people out there who would say that I am not a good person because of the way that I treated them, like in high school or whatever, or mm-hmm. like an ex of mine who is like, oh, he ghosted me once because uh-huh. I did that before. Like that's all I'm saying is how you treat people is how they, they perceive see you. you, right? Right. So when I say that this person's not a good person, I'm talking about they're not a good person for you. So it's like in this case. When you reach out to somebody and you're trying, you're coming at it from the best of intentions and they give you nothing back, they are not worth your time.
1: Totally. Period. I 100% agree with that.
0: And perhaps they're a fucking wonderful person to their mother, their fucking dog. I don't care. Yeah. It's about what they do to you. Right. So, so, But I think that sunny people, nice people, Nicky people...
1: Empathetic people. Empathetic
0: people. Honestly. They try to look for the good even in the dourist, darkest wells. I try wells. to look
1: for... I am interested in what makes people act a certain way or right. what motivates people to make that decision. So what motivated and, someone to just stop talking to me out of nowhere and, when we were such good friends? And, and for such, me, it's a waste of time. And, right. And but, it's move-on time. Okay, but I... I think I do that because I need the closure. I see. And so to just be like, fuck them, it doesn't have it doesn't do anything for me.
0: Really? No, fuck I Fuck them is one of my favorite things. I
1: know. That's for you. Yeah. Uh, and maybe that works for you, MB. Maybe it's fuck them attitude. Well, she,
0: she just said that it doesn't, basically.
1: Right. And so so I'm just offering, for me personally, yeah. it's to look at things from another person's perspective and being like, okay, well, maybe there's something going on in their life and they're not mature enough to... Address it properly and be like, hey, sorry that we lost touch. It's nothing to do with you. It's all it's my own shit, you know. Whatever. If they're not mature enough to do that, then at least I can feel like I can close that door. We're like, hey, they're at a different place than me, maturity wise. Is that how you did it? That is how I did it. Yeah. Where I was like, I wish that they were at a a more uh, at, they used a more adult's way of ending a friendship, yeah. which was like. Hey, I'm going through some shit and I don't I don't I can't be friends with anyone or whatever. Whatever the thing is, to at least like respond and be like, yo, uh, there's some shit going on in my life. We're all good. Don't worry about it.
0: I feel like a lot of people would rather avoid confrontation and so they just ghost.
1: Sure. But I'm what if I what if that other person comes to me? Because I don't like confrontation. Right. But if someone comes to me and is like, hey, are we good? I'm at least gonna be like, hey, We're good, unless they fucked something up. And then I will say, yeah, actually, you did this, and it kind of hurt me.
0: Can I say, though, that we recently saw this individual at a gathering? Yeah. And I had a lot of fun treating them like they were an old friend from out of town the (laughs) whole time, which made them feel extra fucking awkward because they know I know they got through email and shit, and so it was a blast for me personally.
1: I I just... It's, I'm, there's so, there's no emotional attachment left for me. Like, I'm, um, that was two or th- over two years ago now. And so I just did treat it like an old friend where I, like, I really just genuinely was like, hey, I have no, I don't want to be friends again. Yeah. Like, but I don't have any ill will or yeah. any,
0: you didn't do anything. You know,
1: malintent. I have no, I I wish her the best, you know? Yeah. And so I gave her a hug and was like, hey, nice seeing you again. But I, yeah. It's all good, but I, I just wish that that had been handled differently and that's, and that's fine. We're just different people. And I just didn't know because we were so similar that it's not how I would have handled it. And so, uh, it was surprising to me to, to have that happen. So for you and B, if this is truly like a best friend, she's 26 now, they met freshman year in college. So that was like, if you were 18, that was like eight years ago. Mm Um, long time yeah it's a long time and if she hasn't been keeping in touch for the past few years
0: message received
1: yeah i think just in your head just know they're not at a place where they're mature enough to tell you why they they stop talking to you but for whatever reason they've moved on in their life yeah and you should do
0: they have a better bestie now
1: and you and a when, way better bestie <laughs> when you when you do, when you actually let go though, you do open up space for new friendships to come in. Absolutely. Because I think that's what happened to me. I was hanging on to this so much that I wasn't letting new friendships come in because I didn't want to get hurt again or whatever subconscious reason. I don't even think it was that conscious where I'm like, I don't want to get hurt. It was just like, I just didn't have that room. And then when I let it go and I was able to like move on, I developed so many awesome friendships that I love. And like those people really fulfill me. And I think, they have my back in the same way I have their back, and it's been really great, but I just-
0: You had no room for them before. I
1: No, yeah. no, I didn't, because I, I was still hanging on, like, maybe she'll come back, or maybe she'll, maybe this will get resolved, and like we can be besties or whatever, but uh, yeah, that didn't happen, and I'm glad that same. it didn't happen. I'm glad that it was, it wasn't meant to be. It no was,
0: JK people were at our wedding. It I know. It blows my mind every it time. It
1: blows my mind, too, because we're so close with them now, and- at that time, it was just on the fence of yeah. where they probably would have been invited if we had gotten married the next year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, obviously, they would have been invited. Yeah, for sure. but even six months. Yeah, even even a few months, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, anyway.
0: Good luck out there. Good Sorry you got luck. replaced, but just know that um, your friend- It
1: wasn't worth it. They don't deserve you.
0: Your friend has a better friend now, and she's <laughs> better looking, and she's more interesting.
1: Or the opposite. Maybe you're too good looking and too interesting and she was getting That's what I intimidated think. I think she's just jealous ass and bitch. And jealous of you. Yep. And she's like, I need to be around people that are uglier than yep. me. And dumber and less than less funny. Yep. And and less interesting. And less interesting. So I am the queen.
0: Yep. We don't like her.
1: We don't like her. Anyway, we have to take a break, but we'll be right back. Hey, thanks for listening to our podcast. We just want to take a break to tell you to like, thanks for listening to our podcast. And if you want to rate it.
0: Thank you for supporting the show.
1: <laughs> and we're back. Did you miss us? No. Oh, probably not because they probably just heard us yeah, saying, just talking us. about something.
0: Doesn't make any damn um, sense.
1: Whatever we talked about, go get it because it's awesome. Please. Yeah. We
0: love it.
1: And while you're there, why don't you rate this podcast and leave us a comment. Oh, Let you. us know how awesome you are. How awesome And Check out the time this week's having.
0: Sticky Show. We love the Sticky Show. Oh, yeah.
1: Sticky Show comes out the same day as the podcast. That's right. So if you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash limo. You could find The Sticky Show. And you have fun with us. Yeah. Okay. Question for the podcast. Hey, Nikki and Steve. I'm 22 and in my fourth year of college. Lately, I've been feeling like people like the idea of being with me either for hookups or a serious relationship, but they never act on it. And I always end up disappointed. For a while, I felt like there was something wrong with me. Maybe being too nice let people think they could play with my emotions and that people thought I would still be there for them whenever they decided they would want to be in a relationship or hookup. I've listen to the not settling and loving yourself podcast it helped me feel better for sure but basically my question is what should i do to avoid being in a situation with guys who like the idea of being with me but never act on it i love the podcast and you both it's my favorite podcast i'm also loving hey Bitch podcast too thanks laura b oh thank you laura, laura B. we love you we please love don't you. plug other shows
0: on my show thank you
1: you can go check out hey please out.
0: don't plug other shows on my <laughs> show okay um here's the thing man yeah. this is this is a, yeah. a really good one
1: yeah Oh, you want me to answer?
0: I think you're, I the, you're oh, the most equipped.
1: I thought you were gonna make a point just now.
0: Ah, uh, I think you're the most equipped.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Well. So, I'd say draw a line in the sand. I think sometimes people need that. People, if you don't have a line and you're just they just know they can walk all over you, they will because people are not that great.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Is I don't think that you are. Um, Having enough standards, perhaps. Yes. Like, like so, when guys get to fuck you or whatever, and then they get to hang or whatever, it, it the, if you're without just commitment, cool with
1: whatever. You're like chill. I'm, I'm cool Guys chill will treat you like
0: that because they can get away with it. Yes. If you, you can get away with it, why would you want to upgrade that thing into something else?
1: You have to let them know exactly where you stand. And I have a friend like this actually who is who is unwilling to draw that line in the sand because she's scared that they'll leave her yes. or that they'll walk away. She'll ruin it by drawing a line so in the sand. So she constantly gets walked on. And I was like, no, you're doing the opposite. You're valuing yourself and what people want is a value. Yes. They they want to know, they want to feel like they're with someone who is valuable. Yes. And it's like when you go to a store, let's say you go to a department store and you see a, a black purse and it's 10 bucks. And then right next to it is a black purse. It looks almost identical, but it's $100. And you're like, Wait, what wait, why is this purse a hundred dollars and this yeah. purse ten dollars? And you're looking at the hundred dollar purse and you're examining it, and you're looking at the ten dollar purse and you're examining it. What you do subconsciously is you start making up reasons for why the hundred dollar purse is worth a hundred dollars. Like, oh, actually I can feel the structure of this one is much better quality than this ten dollar purse. And oh, oh, this uh the hardware on this purse is uh, this is probably real silver, whereas this is probably a knockoff silver. And you start actually making up your own reasons because the store told you yep. that that one was worth more and so basically you need to do this with your personal life you need to value yourself as the hundred dollar purse the pussy ain't free girl because if you don't then people will just assume you're a ten dollar purse and That's they'll right. be like well there got to be a reason she's only valuing herself at ten yep. dollars and they'll go look for a hundred dollar one so what you have to do is really pinpoint all the reasons what why you're valuable and what like what you bring to the table and really believe that. And maybe there, maybe that's an issue with your own self that you haven't found the things that you can really put your to put a stand down and be like, I'm valuable because I am loyal and I am smart and I am this or whatever. Maybe you're not secure enough with yourself to do that, but you should work on that. You should work on getting secure with the things that you know are worth Dating and taking seriously. The
0: pussy should not be Denny's. The pussy should be Nobu. Sizzler. Oh. Nobu.
1: Nobu is fish and Denny's is steak. But
0: it's cheap versus expensive. <laughs>
1: That's true.
0: Denny's is very cheap. Yes. Nobu, you know, you need reservations and shit.
1: I would think like Denny's and then Wolfgang Puck. This is similar Wolfgang food. Wolfgang Puck
0: I think sucks though. So, oh. So I wouldn't use that as an oh, example. Oh,
1: oh, oh. What's the one we to in New York? Wolfgang
0: Wolfgangs. Oh, okay. That's a different thing. Excuse me. Yeah, they wouldn't have known that reference. i had to say no, boo. <laughs> what
1: an idiot I Gotta am the, to, to mix those up. <laughs> thank
0: you. I agree.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, so.
0: Your pussy needs to be Sizzler, you said. <laughs> I was kidding. Unbeli- okay, thank God. <laughs>
1: I was joking because you thank always God. bring up Sizzler and pretend like it's a hybrid, like we're going to Good Sizzler point. tonight. I'm Good. treating you. <laughs> and I thought, we go? I thought that you would get that joke. Can I
0: wear a suit and, and we go to Sizzler? I would fucking love that. Let's do it.
1: Okay. Anyway, back to you, Laura B. Um, so, draw a line in the in the sand where you're like, "This is who I am. This is what I want from this relationship." And if you don't want those things, then we're not. It's not going to work out. Yeah. People will feel like they have something to lose. Yep. And if they really want to keep you, they will step it up to do it. But if you're just like chill with whatever, then they are going to treat you like whatever. I
0: know chicks who would not give blowjobs if they were not in a relationship. For example, me. I didn't want to call you out, but yeah. Me, I, was, I won't saying. do it. Right. So so there you go. But, that, but that's also, a standard, right?
1: But also, I told the guys that that I hooked up with, that I you're... don't want a relationship. Right. And like the ones that I did say, I want a relationship, I'm, I'm serious about this, was only a handful of people. And I knew from the get-go that I wanted to date them seriously. Right. And you were one. You're of talking the, about me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You were one of the many. I'm just kidding. You sh- I will kill you. <laughs> you. were, yeah, yeah. When when we dated, I was like pre- pretty straightforward with Michael. That's why I didn't want him to hook us up because right. his best friend was gonna cupid some shit and uh, make us get together for a hookup. Like he was like, oh, he's definitely down to hit and quit it. And I'm like, uh-huh. nah, nah, I'm not down. And when I he's said, he's down to beat it and leave it. Yeah, and I was like, I I said to Michael, I was like, I want to date this person i want to date steve i if he needs six months to go rebound and fuck some other chicks and then be ready in six months i'll be there in six months right but i don't want to be the rebound and i was very clear i didn't know that i had from the beginning damn it you did i told michael he should have told you he when he was negotiating this deal (laughs) I, I would have you. beat
0: this whole town up.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had six months to, to play around and be a fuckboy and all, all kinds of stuff. I would have been there. I think there.
0: because I had already done the fuckboy thing, yeah. I realized, I know, I already knew. I was like, Jesus, I don't want that shit. Oh,
1: that's good. I was already
0: like, fuck dating. I don't want to fucking date anymore. Yeah. What the fuck? And then I'm like, I got to go date again, dude. And then I was
1: like, hello. Yeah, dude. Um, I hadn't gone through my slut phase until that period of being single. Right, right before we got together, and so for Thank me, you. I knew that I had needed that rebound period before I could get over my ex and stuff, yeah. and and I thought that you needed the same. Yeah. So I was doing. No, I just the same I mainly crazy. just
0: needed to get over my dog. True. That was the yeah, tough. Yeah, that's hard. The toughy tough boy. Man. Yeah. Took took years, many many years.
1: Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. I got to keep the pets in. Yeah, my breakup.
0: That's fine. That's good. Yeah.
1: But I adopted.
0: Hey, look! I think the chick should keep the pets. It's all good, man. Especially because there was if there's an attachment like that, like like.
1: Well, for me, because I, I wasn't as like yeah. the
0: dog didn't like me as much. You know okay. Because I, mean? I wasn't at whose home idea, with the all fucking day, but yeah.
1: Whose idea was it to get the dog?
0: Uh, I was her idea. Okay. Yeah. That's but how, she was also at home with the dog all fucking day yeah. long, able to establish a relationship while I was working. While
1: you were at working to, uh, pay the bills, To do things. Yeah. To do. Didn't you pay all the things. bills in that relationship?
0: No. Oh, she, you didn't. Okay. No. I thought you did. I mean, I paid for all the dinners and stuff
1: because you paid for your other Always. girlfriend, your other ex-girlfriend. Yes, that like, was a different yeah, 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 okay. So I got confused. Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, what are we saying? We're saying have standards, draw, know your value, and draw that line in the sand and let be very clear from the beginning. Like, it's not going to scare people away unless they're not worth it in in the first place. And I would just rather someone know what I'm, what my intents are from the beginning and they can feel free to reject me then in mm-hmm. the beginning rather than being in limbo i fucking hate being in limbo Limbo's being like where, where are we do what they are like we? me or yeah. do we are we just hook up friends or establish your just...
0: standards establish your wants i
1: can't do it although when we first started dating for like a couple of months we called each other fuck friends because we knew that we were dating and yeah and we just thought we it was, knew we were we dating funny. and we
0: knew it was ex- incredibly serious as well yeah so i was like she's just my fuck friend
1: yeah <laughs> like we were moving in together, and we'd be like, "That's just my fuck friend." Yeah, it's just my fuck friend. Don't <laughs> worry about it. <laughs> yeah, it it was. I think it was also to cope with the fact that we got together so fast after your breakup, and that people really thought that I was gonna be a rebound, and
0: everyone thought. Yeah, that and so be we rebound. were just kind of playing into that. Everyone told me you're a rebound. Yeah, everyone. Me too.
1: Yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm willing to, I'm willing to roll the dice on that. Yeah, and it paid off. Paid off. I won in craps divvies. big time. Yep, baby. Next. Okay. Anonymous Porfa Please is the title of this. Hey, Stephen Nikki, I'm a 20-year-old kid slash man who is kind of struggling with life right now. I work as a janitor maintaining buildings. They pay me 1000 a week, and when I first got the job, I was excited, but now I get a bit sad slash depressed when I get to work. I honestly don't care about the money, but I do need it to pay rent. I live with my father and not attending school at the moment. I really want to get back into school, but I'm anxious about applying and getting denied. I don't know where to start and when. I'm also... A reservist in the marines and soon i'll be Hurrah. changing jobs to so it'll delay my school process also next year college will be free here i live in new york and on i honestly don't know what specific major to pick but i do know i want to help people and the environment uh in parentheses plants animals you know all the vegan stuff i don't expect an answer but just insight on where when and where to start thank you guys i love both of you so much oh we love you too thank you, anonymous Bob.
0: Thank you, anonymous sir.
1: 20 is a weird age. Yeah, it is. It's, it does very feel like a kid slash adult. Like you're treated like an adult by the government. Yeah. You know, where yeah. at 18, you're technically an adult. But you just don't, you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like nobody, you're can like, just throw you I... into the world like, you're like that. are
0: like, what can I do? And also I have a lot of time to figure it out. So it's like shit.
1: But it doesn't feel like you have a lot of time. At least for me, Didn't, did you feel this way because my parents got had me when my mom was 22 and they got married. My mom was 22 when they got married and had kids. So I thought at 20, I'm like, I got two years to figure this Dude, shit same. out. I,
0: my <laughs> parents got married at 19 and 18. Yeah. So yeah, I I thought I'd be married by then and with kids by 20 or some shit. Yeah. And that's basically what my little brother did. But yeah, it's, it's just one of those things where you look around you and you're like, I'm not moving. I'm not going anywhere. I'm doing the same routine. Yeah. I'm going to my job i'm going i'm coming home where am i headed and i think so that's please what he's do going know through. that
1: you are young and you do have a lot of time and you're not to figure alone. This out. yeah and you're not alone
0: but yeah you gotta ask yourself what your desires are what your passion is i think there's so many people out there that just have no direction as far as what they want to do
1: especially at 20. yeah like because you haven't lived that much of life as an adult yet mm-hmm. and in fact most people that go to college you're going straight from high school to college. It's not that much different, you know, other than maybe you moved away from your parents' house, but you didn't move out of your parents' house, so it's it's really not that different for you. Um, but, yeah, you're still in a school structure. You don't have to really make that many decisions. You just have to focus on school and passing and all that. And then when you get out of school, you're like, wait, what? Now I'm just in the world? And that's when it's really just kind of confusing and depressing because you're like, how I'm supposed to know what to do, but I don't know what to do. Yeah, Like, we're... And there's a lot of people that are older that don't know what to do still um, because it's not given to you. Yeah, dude. It's not, I wish that it was just like, here, here's a manual of how to figure out what to do. And then you just go do it.
0: Dude, I, I think that even like, I don't know, our parents are like this. Yeah. Where they don't yeah. really have like a, a set goal of something that they're working towards. Like it's like very much like you know, routine now?
1: Well, my dad has always been a very goal based person. And I, yeah, I think I'm mostly they,
0: thinking of our moms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: but even then, like my dad originally, he wanted to do, be a professional baseball player and then, um, kids happened and he wanted to take responsibility and raise a family, uh, instead. And so he just felt more responsible to go back at his master's and be a CPA. Um, and he has goals set for himself, but they're more like uh, Financial. like retirement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like um, doing renovations on the house yep. and stuff like that. Uh, but I think if, you know, going back to where you have the world as your oyster, it's like, sometimes you have so many options, it, you just don't do not do anything it's because it's overwhelming, right? So I think being enlisted in the Marines is, pre- is a pretty start. good start, Reservous. at least at some direction. Um, but yeah, just really... F- I wish there was better advice to how to find what you're passionate about because yeah. it's easy to just tell people like, go find something you're passionate about. Right. But actually like...
0: If you don't have that initial spark, you don't know what where the flame you is. Don't you is, don't know what is. You so don't know what to follow.
1: I'd say just throw mud at the wall and see what sticks.
0: Try different shit.
1: Yeah, don't be scared of getting denied. I, I, I noticed in here you say you're, you really want to go back to school but I'm anxious about applying and getting denied. Don't. Yeah. Don't be. Because... If you already know worst case scenario is that you're gonna get denied, that's worst case scenario. Then you're already prepared for it in your mind, and then you just gotta decide if you let that stop you or not.
0: And what do you want to go to school for, man? Like, what what are you do, what are you doing the school for? What's your what's the goal there? Yeah, uh, it, I would love to know.
1: Well, he says he doesn't um, know like what major. You really you like you you know you want to help people and the environment. So I guess you could go into. More of an environmental type of major. Or you could be a veterinarian. Truth. Although, as a vet, you have to put down a lot more animals than you save. And it's it my sucks. sister yeah. grew
0: up and she's like, when she was growing up, she, she used to be like, I just want to help animals. She's like that kid where the yeah. news is interviewing and they're like, I just want to help animals someday. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Like, And then she becomes a vet, does all this shit, goes to school for years. And then her, like now that she does it, she's like, yeah, if I knew that being a vet meant that I would just put down everyone's favorite, uh, everyone's family cat all day or yeah. dog, I don't think I would have done this shit.
1: <laughs> or she tells people how to save their pet and they don't want to listen because.
0: Yeah. They're like, how much is it? They want to like, save a buck. And, yeah. yeah. Right. It's like, oh, well, boy. Yeah. And they're like, oh, ah, well, I don't think we'll do that. And then, you know, they come back a week later and it's worse. And yeah, shit. yeah it's just like there's a lot to it. Right. Yeah. So so be a vet. You're welcome.
1: Uh, Jesus. You could do an environmental thing. Yeah. Like, you know what? I honestly, for me, starting businesses is really cool. I like that. And that's also something that uh, it's an investment that, you know, you can create different revenue streams from. Um, So having a business, starting a business that helps the environment or helps animals, like, think of something, a niche where like you're like oh we need this you yes. know like animals could you really use a uh, a collar that does blah 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 right. or um hey for the environment There's these metal straws that are really cool that like you can bend them this way. I've seen these retractable metal straws and they like bend and they fit in your purse. And that's really cool. Like it's it's like something that it goes with the trend of everybody wanting to reduce plastic and save the earth and stuff. And then it also is like cute and and convenient and aesthetic and people want to buy it. Um, I think filling niches like that is really cool. And I wish that I had more business sense to... S- to start businesses that fill those. Niches. I want a
0: collapsible straw pretty bad, but I'll. Yeah,
1: collapsible is what I was trying. Well, yeah, how do I get I it?
0: About.
1: They have them. They have them. Yeah, oh. different different companies sell them, and you don't even have to be the first person to think of that idea. You can just innovate it in a way that like makes it unique to you, or it, maybe it's like more aesthetic. Maybe it like hits nerd culture because it's like a Spider Man straw no. or whatever the hell. Or
0: maybe it's a turtle straw. It should be turtle shell straw. That'd no, be sick. no, Steve. What is that? No. I've because I've been looking for one, but I haven't found it. <laughs> it, it it's a, it'd be a straw made out of turtle You're shells.
1: An asshole.
0: It would be a beautiful straw. though. Think about that. Yeah.
1: The Save there. the sea turtles from the plastic straws so that we can use their tortoise shells. That's what I think. To make straws. Yeah.
0: How do we manufacture tortoise shells? Gonna need to grow a lot of tortoises.
1: Let us know in the comments. You yeah, know. let us know what you guys think of my new business. <laughs> God, uh, but yeah, good luck to you. I, I think going into business or communication is always like a strong major because that's always gonna be useful. Like communication especially is always useful in any field that you go into. And a lot of times on job applications, they're just asking for a bachelor degree. They're not even looking at what you majored in. So pick something that you're just interested in.
0: I vote that you learn solidity and go develop for the Ethereum network. Thank you.
1: That's another thing. Coding.
0: Coding's sick, bro.
1: There's so many things. I mean, I have too many interests. I know. I could get interested in just about anything.
0: Yep, I know. You're you're very inquisitive.
1: Except for history, I get real bored with. History. Oh, see, I get interested in history. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, I like
0: I, 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 I'm pretty inquisitive too. So yeah, I, I yeah. It's fun I well.
1: think if you know, on the History Channel, when they show like little, when they break it down into stories and in chunks. I'm into it, like yeah. I can watch it, but when it's like just memorizing dates and like this leader and that leader and then oh, this person and that, I'm like, this is like a Game of Thrones t- on crack dude, where French I'm like, Revolution, I can't memorize all these
0: leaders. French Revolution shit makes my eyes glaze over. Yeah. Like Les Miserables and all that, I just fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm asleep.
1: And I just confuse like eras because there's so many different countries doing things at different times and I'm just like, oh, I can't.
0: Ancient Egypt Too is many houses. really sick though. I like all that ancient Egypt stuff.
1: Yeah, that stuff's freaky to yeah. me.
0: Yeah. What's under the paws? I think Nikki? I like that because. Nikki, what's under the paws? Under the what? Under the paws
1: oh. of the Sphinx. You don't want to know. I do want to know. No, you don't.
0: I actually really do. Alien. I think. Eggs. UFO eggs, probably? As alien eggs. No, they grow the UFO eggs there. Oh,
1: the UFO eggs. Yeah. I just am crazy. I'm fascinated by how they were so seemingly advanced for being. Nikki. BC
0: they couldn't have built that stuff with the tools they had back then
1: not even just that but like their the religions that they had and um the hieroglyphics and like having a really well-formed society way back then Nikki,
0: the angles of the archways they were not achievable with the technology of the time they that's had, what i heard on the history channel
1: they knew what plants are birth control that like plants that would
0: be birthed See, How do you from? do that? Unless you're bored as that's fuck. That's what
1: I'm saying. No,
0: but you are probably boredom. Oh.
1: Boredom. But yeah, but there's so many cultures that didn't discover any of that. Oh, that's true. You know, that, that weren't, that were like more, uh, advanced. Like they were, um, farther along in time. Like they should have progressed to know are that. Are you talking
0: about ancient astronaut theory right now? Like I am.
1: No, I'm not. Oh damn. I'm talking about culture. <laughs> You're gone. I just can I say that trip. I
0: love how ancient aliens single handedly is like you know when it comes to ancient astronaut theory it's like you guys are just talking about ancient aliens theory bro. They call it
1: ancient astronaut. <laughs> yeah, but they have to they have to
0: make it sound like a fucking advanced <laughs> yeah, religion yeah, yeah. instead yeah. of just saying like our show thinks. <laughs> it's fucking amazing.
1: No, they had like they made lipsticks. They had makeup back then. It's crazy. It's it's
0: Wait, did they have whale blubber lipstick?
1: Uh no, they crushed beetles.
0: Is that right? Yeah.
1: Wow. I I think they like in Egypt. Dude, they, I think Egypt is too far away from us. They whales. had
0: just a fuck ton of beetles over there according to all the mummy movies. Yeah, yeah. Like so, the most beetles. They just I've crushed ever them, seen, made lipstick out us. of them and
1: stuff. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, what were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Oh well, yeah, passions.
0: Yeah, we got it. Nailed find your it. passion. Find your passion. <laughs> can find your passion there, bud. <laughs> I
1: have too many passions. I want to do so many
0: See, things. See, we have too many passions. Why can't you find one, kid?
1: You could take some of mine. Please just take some Go get some one, of mine. okay? Take some of mine. There you go. I want to do so many things.
0: Go be a professional swimmer. I want to be
1: a home decorator. <laughs> I just want to decorate. I know you do. Homes. But then I was thinking about, like, if I had to decorate other people's homes the way that they wanted it, I don't think I would like it that much.
0: Ship lap and white kitchens? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think I would like it that much. I don't think you would either. Yeah. I just want to decorate. My for yourself. Own. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to like my ideas.
0: I can also see you going, like, pulling a Beth Stern and just having a floor <gasps> full of kitties someday. Dude, that
1: actually is my ultimate. That. That's my ultimate, ultimate, ultimate. I legit know that. Beth Stern, for those of you who don't follow her, she's Howard Stern's wife. She's also, like, a model. She's, like, great. Um,
0: Former hooker, I heard. What? That's what I heard.
1: I don't know. I don't know about that. But she has an Instagram that I started following when she was, like, a little smaller but it blew up and i'm super happy for that because all these kitties are getting homes and basically she just has this whole like floor of kittens that she fosters and she like has little stories for each of them and they all have names and you get kind of invested in their personalities and their stories and and then like they you get you and they get adopted and it gets kind of sad because i'm like oh i'll never see them again gets <laughs> like, i just stopped following along at one point because i was like oh. there was this one kitty named buddy and he was particularly special. Um, he lost both of his eyes. And so he was just this blind kitten. But he was so freaking adorable. And he could navigate just fine. And he got along with everybody. who was so sweet. And he got adopted. But she ended up writing a book about him. Like a children's book. And it was illustrated. And it was so freaking cute. And I like I got how you get very, sad when they get adopted. I, I get happy. You're the only person. I'm happy that they're adopted. But also I'm sad that I'll never get to see them again. That's why I might not be able to do this career.
0: I don't think you could at all. It would be a nightmare. I would adopt all of them. You would cry every day. (laughs) Oh my God. What a nightmare. Dude, that's
1: so true. I never thought of that. Yeah, you can't do this shit. I can't do it. That's my dream.
0: Yeah, you can't do it. New dream. Fuck. Not like you don't have new. Hey, you know what? You just, talk, you just bragged about how you got so many fucking dreams.
1: No, I'm not bragging about it. I, I, it's, it's a curse. No, you're a real bragger. It's a curse. No. I would like to do so much and there's only so much time on the world and the earth. Yeah, but this earth. cat's
0: like, hey, can I have one dream yes, at all? Please and take Nikki's em. like, I have 50 dreams. And then Nikki's like, oh, but my dream's gone. That's why. <laughs> you have 49 more. I know. You're fine. That's
1: why everyone says that uh, me and Joe from JK are similar because we all, we yep. like genuinely are passionate about these
0: ideas. But, he's, but his in scale. Are Large. hilariously smaller. Oh. Like he's like, I just want to have a cornfield in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, okay, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's pretty doable, true. bro. You could go do
1: it. He wanted to start a sugarcane business. Yeah, he wants
0: to build a mud hut, very yeah. cheap.
1: That's true. He
0: basically wants to live like third worldish.
1: Yeah, mine are all like I want to go to school to learn coding, and then I want to code, and like that's all time and in- time you want to go intensive. Code your own websites and that's shit. It's so time intensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my other one is like I want to go back to business school and like start a bunch of businesses, and I'm right. like that's really time intensive and yes. pretty expensive. I love it. But uh, yeah, good luck to you for that. And that is the end of our episode today. Yes. Thank you so much for your questions. Did you, you have fun, Nikki? I did have fun. Did you have
0: fun? I had a blast. I Thank feel you.
1: like. Um, you know, we started low and got high. I
0: think we got real high.
1: And I hope we leave you on a happy note. Uh, thank you to everyone that wrote in. If you have a question, you can always email us, podcast at nikki.limo. Or you can call us. There's a phone number. is in the description. You can leave a message, a voicemail, if you'd rather audibly say your question. And uh, don't forget to rate us on the iTunes. As long as you're rating us five helps stars, that really helps us thank you a lot. Much. And you you can check us out on YouTube and on Patreon. We do a live stream and we have an extra bonus episode of Shit They Don't Tell You every month on the Patreon sick Discord. patreon.com slash sticky and there's a great Discord community. And I think that's it. Oh, what's your final thought?
0: My final thought is um to Runescape Girl. I there is, I think I hope that you get I think I think that you need a little bit of help and I and I think that it's okay to ask for it. hmm um, from people around you hopefully or from professionals.
1: Yeah. True. Um my final thought is don't be afraid to oh yeah to, to like set boundaries. So draw a line in the sand, you know? I think that's really important. I think that that's not only just important with relationships but also business. You know, uh I cuz I used to let Whoever wanted to hire me for something I, I let them do whatever rate they wanted because I was just so happy to be working and hired at something that you know I love doing anyway but the truth is you need to know what your value is and what you're bringing to you're an asset to them and I think I wasn't thinking of myself that way in anything in relationships or in business or anything and doing that changed my whole life
0: knowing that you have value
1: yeah and knowing where my value is yep. and knowing your strengths and weaknesses yes yeah so we good luck to you around here. We love you.
0: We love all of you. Thanks Have for all your questions. There. We appreciate it.
1: We appreciate it. Signing off, Nikilemo.
0: Steve Green. Good night. <laughs>